Hi, I'm AJ Baker, founding artistic director of Three Girls Theatre. 2020 was a tough year for theatre makers. We couldn't perform our work for you on stage, but 3GT artists refused to be defeated by the pandemic. In honor of our 10th anniversary, 20 women playwrights collaborated on the radio play you're about to hear. We're a nonprofit theatre company, so if you enjoy the show, please consider donating to support our work at threegirlstheatre.org. Now, kick back. Put on your headphones and enjoy the sins and secrets of Tabard Lake. Welcome to Three Girls Theatre Radio production of The Sins and Secrets of Tabard Lake. Today, for your ears only, we bring you Episode 1, Dead on Arrival. It was May of 2020, the year of the apocalypse. Things were bad, but we had no idea just how bad they would get. I was social distancing with my small but mighty terriers, Marlo and Spade, in a rent-controlled flat on the old San Francisco Barbary Coast, when my most important client zoomed in unannounced, as usual. Chauncey, are you there? Shut that damn dog up. Marlo, hush. You're supposed to make an appointment. I thought you were running a private eye business over there. Only on the internet. I'm not getting within six feet of any human being in this godforsaken city. What if I had a job for you in a place so isolated the virus couldn't find it on a map? I'm talking the highest part of the High Sierras. I don't do camping and neither do my dogs, even for you. It's a week at a five-star resort. No camping, all expenses paid, plus your usual fee, of course. She had my attention now, but there had to be a catch. So let me understand. You're proposing to send me on a fancy paid vacation, what, out of the kindness of your heart? (laughs) Not a vacation, my darling gumshoe, a case. A very tricky, life-changing case. Alice Singer was famous for writing and producing detective plays based on real people, and for courting trouble and lawsuits by taking salacious liberties with the backstory. She usually hired me to do character research, which paid the bills but hardly touched my talents as a private eye. This sounded much more interesting. Just the facts, ma'am. After the first lockdown began in March, I found a black velvet box on my doorstep with this in it. What is that? A COVID mask? No, lean in and take a closer look. I nosed the screen. Creepy. Looks like some kind of voodoo death mask. Exactly. It's the black death mask used to smother Madame Zena in my first play. She'd done them wrong. And it had a note with it. I thought you might like this for your archives. Seems like a nice enough gesture. For my archives, Chauncey, my archives. That can only mean one thing. That someone else knows how bad your filing system is? It's an evil omen. One of my old theater buddies must be out to get me. My very life is in danger. That seems a bit dramatic. 
Well, I've narrowed the field down to six likely suspects, all theater people from the past who hate my guts. You know six people who might want to kill you? Jesus, Alice. Ah, uh, maybe not all six, but you never know. With everyone stuck in quarantine, people are going crazy. There's no telling what could happen. Down, Spade. Well, I hope you called the cops. <laughs> I had a better idea. I invited the whole sorry lot to spend a week with me in the mountains rehearsing a new play called Sins and Secrets. Sounds like trouble with a capital T. I wrote a brilliant script to flush out the culprit. The play is the thing wherein we'll catch the conscience of the king. The king? Oh, yeah. There's definitely a king in the deck. Alice didn't sound too nervous about her impending demise. She had something up her sleeve. If I wanted to see her cards, I'd have to take my chances. I'll bite. Where do I come in? You'll be production manager for the workshop. Oh, it's the perfect cover for your real job. Observe the suspects, follow the clues, and identify my nemesis. Or, if the worst happens, figure out who done it. You in? Should I have resisted her siren song of adventure? Should I have stayed safe and sound in my COVID-free cave in North Beach? We'll never know, because a few short months later, as the plague geared up for its second surge, I found myself far away from civilization on Tabard Lake, watching as a whirlybird dropped the last two guests at the dock on the opposite shore. Listen. The boatman blows his horn, a warning. The pilot lifts off the helipad with a wave. And just like that, our connection to the outside world snaps and the work of the moment begins. Welcome to Tabard Lake. My name is Chauncey, and I'll be your production manager for this little adventure. Pleased to meet you, Chauncey. I'm Nolan. Pleased to meet you, sir. Miss Singer raves about you as the best director she ever worked with. And you must be Simone. The stage manager. Greetings. Let me show you to your cabins, right this way. Where's Alice? Get this beast off me right now. I'm allergic. Down, Marlo. Shh, spade strange. Usually they love meeting new people. Miss Singer is looking forward to seeing all of you for drinks and dinner in the lodge tonight at six. All will be revealed then. Uh, I was hoping for a little time alone with her before things get started. She's getting her beauty rest. It's gonna be a very full week. Well, we're all friends and it's been too long. I need There'll to- There'll be lots of time to catch up. Trust me. This is quite something. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But I didn't see any roads from the air. Good eye. At Tabard Lake, the only way out is the way you got in. We're completely self-sufficient here. On the other side of the main lodge, there's a vegetable garden, a barnyard with goats and chickens, even a row of beehives for honey. Oh my god. Bees? My room better not be anywhere near beehives. One sting and I blow up like the Hindenburg. I'm the only one on that side of the property. Your cabins are all off the great lawn, on the other side of the lodge. See? I'm not kidding. 
I'm highly allergic. Believe me, there will never be a good reason for you to get within buzzing distance of a bee. Are those rain clouds coming this way? Maybe. I hear the weather up here moves pretty fast. Come on, let's get you to your rooms before the wind changes. The wind did change. As evening approached, so did a wild, unpredictable summer storm. And at 6 p.m., just as everyone was making their way to the lodge for dinner with Alice, it turned out that much more than the weather was going bad. Everyone, shut up! We just found Alice. She's dead. Namaste, namaste. I need a drink. Here, have a hit on this. It looks like a heart attack, but our medic is still examining her body. Could it be foul play? (gasps) Everyone. Please, please, go back to your cabins for now. We'll come get you when we're sure it's safe. Come on, let's go. (laughs) I'm coming with you, Chauncey. No. This might be a crime scene. You have to stay clear. I I can't just stand by. I need to do something. Then find Susanna. I counted you, Simone, Stuart, Fred, and Evie on the Great Lawn just now, but Susanna was missing. It's suspicious. You know her, right? I know everyone here, except you. So we put her body in the deep freeze for now until the authorities can get here. What do you mean, deep freeze? We have a meat locker. Oh my god. Everybody breathe. Relax. Be here now. Breathe in. Breathe out. In. Out. I'm afraid we have to make some immediate decisions. Slow down a minute. We can't just go from meat locker to- Sorry. Sorry. Should we say a prayer? Almighty Universal Spirit, protect us from this- Thank you, Susanna, uh, steward. But but I think she'd prefer a toast. Raise your glasses to the one-of-a-kind Alice Singer, queen of page and stage, teller of tall tales par excellence, trickster supreme. May she rest in peace. Here, here, two hours. Okay, Chauncey, what now? Pack up and go home? I wish it were that easy. The storm knocked out our only landline, and as you know, Tappard Lodge has no cell or Wi-Fi coverage. We can't reach anyone on the other side of the hill right now. Even if we could get through, no one's gonna fly in this storm. So, we're trapped? Till our pilot comes to pick you up at the end of the workshop. I did not sign up for this. Yes, you did. You all knew you'd be cut off from the world for the next seven days. The only difference now is there's a dead body on the premises. That is not funny. Come on, Freddy. Have some respect. 
The lady is in heaven, or maybe some other place. We're in limbo. Might as well have a sense of humor about it. I guess we're on a vacation now. A paid vacation, no less. Thank you, Ellis. As long as the bar is fully stocked and the piano tuned, I'm good. I could easily sleep for a week. So always look for the silver lining and try to find the sunny side of life. You all could just sit around doing nothing in the rain, or you could go ahead and do what you came here for. Work on the play. Good Lord. I don't think any of us are up for that. I mean, the playwright just died. But she would want you to keep going. What makes you so sure? Alice told me she wrote these characters with each of you in mind. She wanted this group as collaborators. She didn't explain any more to me, but I assume you all know why you're here. No clue. I barely knew her. She said the play would get you all a lot of attention. It's like an anthology piece, kind of like Black Mirror or The Twilight Zone, and each actor in the troupe gets at least one star turn. Now that's intriguing. There's more. She left big parts of every scene unfinished, just so you guys could give input to the draft from your lived experience. Our lived experience? Very interesting. But seeing how Alice is no longer available to collaborate, isn't all this meaningless? The show is dead on arrival. Except, a famous producer is already attached to the project. That's why no expense was spared to get you here safely and pay you like movie stars. And that's why your contracts say you only get paid if you finish out the whole week of rehearsals. Which famous producer? I can't tell you that. But they're coming in with the pilot next Sunday afternoon to see the results. Most producers and directors prefer a dead writer to a living one anyway. Right, Nolan? There you go. Let me see the script. We can make our minds up after everyone gets a chance to read it. I'm sorry, Nolan. You're only supposed to see one scene at a time, and only the night before it gets rehearsed. That was Miss Singer's game plan to keep everyone's reactions fresh. I feel duty-bound to follow it. So she wanted us to make a leap of faith? That's one way to look at it. Well, I'm in. I need the money. Plus, the alternative is just to sit here for a week being depressed. I agree with Evie. Just sitting around will only make it worse. Agreed. Might as well. I'm in if Nolan is. Hmm. Seems to be a fait accompli. I know everyone's stressed and tired. I'll have dinner delivered to your cabins, along with tomorrow's script. The Lodge Great Room will be set up and ready for you at 10 a.m. Nolan, would you mind sticking around a few minutes? Hang on a sec. I gotta free the dogs. I locked them in the back because of Simone. Chauncey, you have to give me the whole script now. I know Alice would want you to. I've got it for you right here. But first, I have a question. When everyone was out on the lawn, I saw you coming from the direction of the lodge, not from your cabin. Where were you? Who do you think you are, taking that tone with me? I'm gonna give you all the details. Humor me. If it's any of your business, Alice sent me a note asking me to meet her on the beach at 5.30. I waited there, but she never showed up. Then, I heard that scream. I thought it might be something like that. The clues were all there. Hey! 
Who the hell are you? I'm a private investigator from San Francisco. A private eye? Is this some kind of setup? What was Alice up to? I wish I could tell you. She said there was bad blood with each guest, and this play was going to get everything out in the open once and for all. But she was prepared for the worst. She wanted me to keep my eyes peeled for foul play. So, I guess she didn't have a heart attack. No. Someone put four poison olives in her martini. Everyone knows she takes extra olives. That means everyone's a suspect? Correct. Including me? Yes, but theater is not my area of expertise. I know the answer to who done it is hidden in the script somewhere, so I'm taking a chance on you. Here it is. Read it, and you'll see what I mean. <laughs> oh, Alice, Alice, Alice. This is so you. How can you laugh? It's the irony. The only reason I'm here is because I wanted to make up with her for our falling out 35 years ago. Instead, I'm stuck playing another Alice Singer theater game. 35 years? What did you do to her? We all have our secrets. Right now, I'm keeping mine. Just like you. That's weird. Here, Marlo! What's wrong? Get that dog away from me! Simone? What are you doing hiding behind the curtain? Good dog, Marlo. Good dog. Were you spying on us? I couldn't hear a thing back there anyway, so don't be mad. Oh, this has been one hell of a day. I'm going back to my room to read this thing and prepare for tomorrow. Simone, walk with me. So the game is afoot. Aside from Nolan, no one but me really cares that Alice is dead. Interesting. And what about Susanna? Hard to believe she snoozed through all that racket. Also interesting. And finally, there's the matter of the dogs. Marlo and Spade always have a damn good reason to dislike someone. Strike one, Simone. Tune in next time for episode two. No second chances when we hear Simone say, You're the most transparent fools in the world! You've been listening to Three Girls Theatre Radio, The Sins and Secrets of Tabor Lake, created by A.J. Baker. Episode 1, Dead on Arrival, written by A.J. Baker. Dramaturgy and direction by Pamela Hollings. Starring Fenner as Chauncey, Mary Paulson as Alice, Louis Parnell as Nolan, Zoe Jen as Simone, Federico Edwards as Fred, Jocelyn Truitt as Edie, Lawrence Radiker as Stuart, and Ana Maria Luera as Susanna. Associate producer, Zach Kopsiak. Production manager, Mary Paulson. Sound engineer, Jules and Delicato. Sound effects, Eliana Ben. Original music composed by Nick Chang and performed by Thrown Out Bones. Eliana Urbane, Sam Miller, and Nick Chang. This original radio play, copyright 2021. Three Girls Theatre Company, all rights reserved.